This podcast is brought to you by Voice and Vision, bringing help, hope, and healing to individuals, families, and communities affected by mental illness, addictions, and disabilities in southeastern Pennsylvania. Financial support for this podcast is provided by a Veterans Trust Fund grant from the Pennsylvania Department of Military and Veterans Affairs. Welcome to Untold Valor, a podcast with a unique focus on veterans, featuring stories of courage, recovery, perseverance, and strength. Listen to hear veterans share their perspectives on what it's like to battle mental health challenges, combat addictions, and overcome other adversities unique to those who have served. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Untold Valor, where we share stories and really kind of bring a community together of veterans and folks who have served and talk about the things that need to be discussed to help other veterans find their way to and through. And so this week, we're very happy to have a special guest as well. Uh, Dr. John Taylor is going to be joining us. He's going to spend some time sharing his story with us as well. Dr. John, welcome in. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. So glad to have you. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate being here. Absolutely. So I see we got a couple of, uh, we got some alphabet soup at the end of the name there. We got DD, uh, MED, <laughs> BS. Uh, you've, uh, you've certainly done lots of things in your life. Yeah, I try. And you, <laughs> well, you're very modest. But I tell you what, why don't, what we usually do here is we talk about uh, just kind of get started getting to know you a little bit. So tell us about your military background uh, and just kind of, you know, just get to know you a little bit. Okay, no problem. Uh, simplify to all my Marines out there. I am a jarhead. I served from 91 to 99. I also went into the uh, Virginia Air National Guard Air Force Reserve, where I served as a public health tech. Hmm. Uh, in uh, Virginia, I think I served a total of what between 11, 13 years, got awarded somewhat and so on. And, um, you know, I pretty much uh, enjoyed my military career and I also enjoy, you know, serving my country and communities. It's a lot to be said with uh, that the sacrifice any veteran has made to serve their country. Yeah, no, absolutely. And are you a are you a chaplain as well, sir? Uh, I was a minister, not okay. a chaplain. I, um I, I ministered in a church, several, a couple of churches, and uh, I did music in the church as well as preaching on the pulpit. But, you know, I didn't do the chaplain work like going out to prisons and stuff like that. I pretty right. much was, like in the church. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and so a lot of what we do on here is just talk about, you know, the things that happened during the, your service. If there was some issues that you may have had personally uh, mm-hmm. that you where you want to share some stories with other veterans, because obviously a lot of times that winds up being the struggle, right, for uh, for so many that, uh, you know, come back and, and they've served their time and they've done uh, served our country and so on and so forth. If you start to have an issue, you know, it's very hard. I think in our society in general, it's been very hard for years to just say, hey, something's not right and I need some help. Right. And often that's even more compounded for our veterans and our service folks because there's kind of that culture a little bit of not asking. My daughter's in the Navy currently, uh, and and, that's that still, and it still exists a little bit. Not as bad. It's definitely better now than maybe right. it was uh, you know a few years back. But if you can share some stories or have a personal experience where find a way to, to help others who are maybe struggling with finding that need or that way, right. that release right. to say, hey, I need help. How do, how do I do that? Right. Well, we got something in common. My, uh, I have two sons, older sons. I have three sons, actually, but my two sons are in the military, one in the Army, one in the United States Marine. One followed my footsteps, and the other one, you know, he became a, uh, a military person okay. himself. 
He's in the army. I don't hold that against him. He, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, one of the biggest complaints I hear out of a lot of veterans is, you know, trying to get those benefits. Right now, I'm service connected and, and still trying to increase my uh, benefits mm-hmm. and so on. But I got to tell you, you know, any veteran out there, it's worth standing in the long lines. It's worth the all-day adventure of being at the VA. And it's definitely worth sitting down and filling out the paperwork because there's a lot of uh, services out there for us veterans. And there's a lot of compensation after service for you if you are willing to sit down with counselors and case managers or even a lawyer, for that matter, mm. about your uh, situations and what you've done in the military. Right now, I, um, I'm service connected because I lost uh, a lot of my hearing while serving mm. and um, I'm t- connected that way. Um, there's other things I'm trying to get connected in, which is the PTSD side. Of, but I wasn't diagnosed with PTSD to after I left. So that's that's the issue sometimes with uh, mental health. Uh, the, the military would say, oh, well, you wasn't diagnosed until like almost 10 years after you got out. Well, I just started, I just wanted to start talking about it. So obviously right, yeah. when I got out, I was a little cocky. I was a little kind of showing off a little bit. So I didn't think I had any issues until life really walked me down. And I realized, yo, there's a lot going on in my head that I didn't really think mm-hmm. that was going on or accounted for. But it's always a, a issue with the VA visit. If it didn't happen in service, how did they know that is a real legit uh, situation? Yeah, uh, great point. But that's what makes that's what makes it resourceful on a veteran and to talk to someone legally or talk to a case manager. And they're all over the place. So if I encourage veterans to go to the VA to talk to case managers, go to different satellites uh, such as the VFW, Joint American Legions, Marine Corps League, all these institutions will fight for you. And, and, and you, know, my, you, know, you, know, you know, I had to put a little volunteer work in, but the VFWs is very good. The American Legions is very good. The Marine Corps League is very good for those who uh, served in the Corps. Go out and talk to people. And don't forget, you're not the only one who served. There are all types of veterans out there that served in war or had issues while they were on active duty mm-hmm. and serving. So if you get with these people and talk, you find out it's a great camaraderie ship, number one. But, you know, the stories are not too far-fetched or too far behind that, you know, you can't relate. And and I bumped into yeah. so many veterans. I joined the Marine Corps League. I'm also in the American Legion. And these things help out because there are a lot of people that are in these organizations and so on that will look out for you. Like when I joined the Wounded Warrior Program, when I was in the Wounded Warrior Program, uh, they found a lot of assistance that could help me mentally and financially. Because, you know, one of the things that happens to a lot of veterans, um, they feel like nobody understands and they give up real quick. Right, right. Because, you know, when you was in the, when, when you was in service, everything was handed. You didn't have to ask. Then when you get out, you forget that you have to ask. Yeah. Because if you don't ask, you don't know this stuff is out there. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and often when when veterans struggle, like my best friend, I've talked about him uh, quite often here on the on the show. When he first started having dealing with his issues, he certainly turned he turned to alcohol because it was just an easier release for him. And, oh, yeah. and many yeah, of uh, many of the folks we've had on here the same way, right? Right, definitely. A lot of veterans um, do suffer from al- alcoholism. Um, I see it all the time. When you go to the American Legions, you can see a lot of veterans who, uh, you know, they consult with the bottle. Yeah, you know, yeah. Speak. And, when, you know, a lot of them are single. They're not married. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't know a good woman. I mean, I'm just talking about the men, not the women, even though women are veterans, too. Right. But a lot of the men, they're lonely. And uh, I met female veterans 
and they seem to have it together. They seem to have gotten their benefits. They seem to be moving on with their life. But it's the men veterans that seem to be stagnated or homeless or have severe mental uh, illnesses. So I don't know what the correlation between them getting out versus why they served their time. But well, you know, Doctor John, maybe some of that is that that kind of macho thing that's attached to it. We kind of yeah, always talking about asking for help. That. Sometimes is very hard right. for men to do in our society. Right. Period. Right. Because women are not afraid to ask for help. If they no, absolutely. Help, ask for yeah. And if they know that, it's, and they're very resourceful. I will say, a lot of women are very resourceful. So if they know something's out there, they're gonna go find it. Where yeah. the men are, yeah, I, I, you know, like you said, with that, with the, you know, I could do this. I'm a man. I don't need help. Right. I didn't feel that way, and I'm gonna encourage. All male veterans, not to feel that way. Go get what is deserving of you. You've worked it. You you did it. You struggled. You you might have an injury here now, and you don't know what's in your service record book that it qualifies you for service connection. Yeah, no, that's a great point. You know, I was noticing, Dr. John, as I was going through this a little bit on your bio here, that you've got an indie label, uh, your music producer, and you said you had a lot of hearing loss due to your time in service. I imagine right. that's, that's a, obviously, it's a frustration as a musician myself. Uh, and so that's trying to, that's a that's a demon you're wrestling with as well, right? Because that's a passion. That's part yeah, that's, of your that's soul. That's a very strong passion of yeah, mine. right. And um, I wear hearing aids. The hearing aids help. But that's that's an easy it's an easy way to kind of say this is something that's part of my soul and it's taken away from me and I think that's what starts to happen we kind of start to feel lost a little right. bit. Well, the hearing part is detrimental, but what really almost took my uh, my passion for music away was I was in a very bad car accident, uh, okay. two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Well, I broke my neck. I literally broke my oh, neck. Oh, jeez! And it messed up my hands. It messed up my spine and everything. But I will say because I. I am a Marine. I was very resilient about it. Because one thing about the Marine Corps is get up no matter what. Right. Pain is weakness leaving the body. We don't want to hear that. Get the job done. If you want to play that piano, you know how to do it. So do it. Mm. If you got the ability to do it, do it. And I've carried that mentality <laughs> since I was 19 years old. And I'm 51 now. Did you go in so for I'm physical old. therapy after the accident? I did PT. I did yeah. OT. I did it all. Yeah. I just finished PT and OT February of this year. I get injections in my ankle and I get injections in my back. But one of the things I really am grateful for is when I go to the VA, mm-hmm. I get the service. Now, sometimes you may have to go in that back room and talk to the lead people and say, hey, I don't like what these nurses and these doctors are doing. But that's your fight. And that's mm-hmm. your right because it's your body and no one can tell you what you're going through or how you're going through it, but you. Yeah. Now, I mean, the doctors are professional and the nurses are professional. They can, you know, they can conclude certain certain diagnoses or, you know, they can conclude, conclude what medications you need. And so right. on. You know, I do have PTSD and I do have generalized anxiety disorder, but, and I do see my therapist and I do see my uh, psychiatrist. But the thing about for me is I am going to utilize the services before me. And I encourage all veterans to do that. But I will say if you're a veteran out there and you're not attached to a VSO, I mean VSO or VFW or you know international clubs or American Legions, or if you're a Marine, you're on the Marine Corps League, you're missing out. There's people like me and other people. I'm the junior vice commandant of the uh, Marine Corps League. I'm also the public affairs officer uh, for the state of Pennsylvania for the Marine Corps League. I push these issues. Veterans, go get yourself checked out. If you don't have medical insurance, you got the right to have the VA to give you medical insurance, and you're going to have medical insurance to the day you die. Yeah. No, no, it makes no sense for a veteran to be out here 
uh, with no medical insurance because you're not working. Yeah, and there's so there's many resources. There's a whole lot out there. That yeah. is, it's just so much out there, Mark, for veterans. And I know that a lot of veterans are not taking advantage, of, especially the male ones, especially men veterans. They're not taking advantage of a lot of stuff that's out there. Yeah, you know, and even our sponsor of our, our podcast here, the the folks at Voice and Vision Inc. and and Compure and Compure Core, you know, they do such a great job in that same aspect. And so I'll circle it back around to that a little bit because you talked about you know just asking for help or or just meeting with other veterans and people who have walked in the same type of shoes, right? Walked the same right. kind of mile, if you will, and right. they do a great job of pairing folks together and, and finding mentors and and really sometimes it's just having someone who for lack of a better term you know looks like you right kind of thing right. so it's sitting down and it's, having a conversation yeah well you know mark it's a lot of stuff out there like i keep reiterating that even at career link they have a separate department just for veterans yeah if you go down to fourth street fourth and race uh there's the multi the veteran multicultural center they're helping veterans get jobs they're helping veterans get um their benefits. They're helping veterans do things, but it's up to the veteran to go get this done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, another thing I would tell veterans to do, if you're a veteran, register. I don't care what county you live in, what city you live in, register as a veteran. If you don't know how to do that, you go down to the local city hall. If, you, if, if you're in Delaware County, is in media. If you are where I'm at, which is Chester County, I live in Paoli, it's not too far from um, the police station. And I can't say the name of this place. It's the weirdest name ever, so I got to leave it alone. <laughs> okay. But Philadelphia is the same way. You just go down there, you register as a veteran. Now, why is it important to register as a veteran? Because we know you're out there. You're going to get letters from all kinds of people saying, hey, what do you need? What do you need help with? Or do you need help? Or can you help? If yeah. you don't need to help, can you help? You know, and I noticed on your on your bio here that you've also been an educator, seventeen years yeah, as an educator for nineteen years. Yeah, and and counseling was, was even on that. You know, and so yeah, I, I taught special ed, and I also taught uh, United States history, government, and world history in high in, in, in high schools. I think what struck me about that, Dr. John, is the fact that you had some experience in psychotherapy and counseling as an educator, and yet you're also able to recognize, hey, I need some help too, right? You know, sometimes well, you we might, all need help. Nobody's above e- that. Exactly. You know, like you can sit down with the most professional person and talk to them and find out they got some issues somewhere, somewhere in their life. Nobody's perfect. You can you can you know, it's some sometimes the painter paints everybody's house beautifully. And when you go to their house, you're like, why you don't paint your own house? It looks looks right in here. They take everybody else and don't take care of themselves. Yeah. No, that's I, I I can't be that person. I love me too much. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know what? That's a great message, too. Sometimes that's hard for folks, right? I mean, we're struggling with whatever demons we've got going on. And sometimes you've got to inward reflect and say, hey, I'm, I'm worth fixing this, right? I'm worth fixing whatever's going right. on and reach out and get some help, right. whatever that I, looks like. Right. I have three beautiful sons, and I call them beautiful because they're my babies. And I raised them. And 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 with the help of the Most High, uh, I got them where they need to be. But I couldn't do that if I didn't have support from everything that supported me. Yeah. Nobody does it on their own. You got to have support. Yeah. And it doesn't and mean you're less. You it doesn't mean that. you're weak. Yep. Yeah. And when you realize that it's not a hard fight, like I don't know how some veterans didn't realize that everything about them while they were in the military was supportive. I was a, I, when I was in the Marine Corps, I was part of FSSG, which is Force Service Support Group. I was a support to infantry. Mm-hmm. So that means that 
Whatever they needed comm-wise, communication-wise, it was my job to get that done for them. Then who supported us? Motor T, the child hall, and stuff like that, the Navy Corpsmen's. It's a universe of support. How do some veterans lose that mindset when they get out? I tell you how. Mental health is real. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to identify your triggers so you can sit down and talk to somebody, and I encourage it. I am a, I am a former psychotherapist, but I go see a psychotherapist. Why? Because I'm not perfect. Mm. That's that's a powerful message right there. Well, Dr. John, I mean, you know, you've you've done such a great job already talking about getting help, but that's usually kind of how I wrap this thing up. Is there anything else that I might have missed that you'd like to share with us or, you know, just kind of an overall thought or message uh, from your time in the service and after the service and just for others who might be listening? Because hopefully we've reached out, we've reached, uh, you know, a few veterans through this podcast who've said, hey, you know what, it is time for me to make that change or time for me to make that move. So anything you'd like to share? Well, I'll I'll, uh, go back to the need for veterans to seek other veterans, such as veteran organizations. Um, There are a lot of them out there. There's the American Legion, there's the VSWs, there's the VSOs, there's the VMCs. I've thrown out all these acronyms, but these places are awesome. And when I got attached to the Marine Corps League, it lifted my soul, literally Mm. made me feel better. That's amazing. Person. Because there's others like me. There's others out there who has similar problems. And because when you think that you're the only one, you, you're, you're driving yourself to be a lost cause. And, and and I'm not meaning that to be bad, but come on, let's face the reality. Nobody goes through anything by themselves. So if you're going through something, there's probably another person somewhere just like you facing that same unappreciative situation that you're going through. Like for me. When I got into the American Legion, I realized that there's a whole lot of Vietnam veterans, not just Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan veterans, but a whole lot of Vietnam veterans who weren't being serviced, but they were getting service through the American Legion. And that's how they developed better relationships and they were able to serve the community that they lived in. That's what a lot of the stuff I'm saying I learned from. I learned a lot of the stuff from the Marine Corps League. I also I also joined a military fraternity called Mu Beta Phi, Military Fraternity Incorporated. Nothing but veterans, male and female veterans. I started talking to a lot of female veterans, and they were the ones that really said, uh, you know, this is what you apply for, this is what you get, is that form is called this, you know, and then you need your DD-214 for everything. And, you know, let's face it, after 20 years without being out, being out of the service, you don't remember everything about paperwork. So <laughs> right. you forget what the DD-14 means. So, you know, that's one of the first things these organizations do for you. They order a copy of your DD-214 because without that, you're not proving that you was a serviceman or a servicewoman. Yeah. So get a hold of that. Get a hold of your DD-214. And if you want to do it even better for yourself, get a copy of your your SRB, your service record book. It's entitled to you. So three things I let, they let, let the veterans know. Join a military organization, help yourself get service connected, and most importantly, most importantly, share that knowledge and share your success with others. Don't be selfish. Don't That's- walk around like, I got mine, you got to get yours. Just help each other. There you go. I help so many veterans with this type of stuff. I've helped 
I helped a, a Vietnam veteran get service connected. He didn't know. Come to find out, he got a fat check. There you go. And I, I mean, that's jealous. I wasn't. I wasn't jealous. I wasn't hateful because you know, what, <laughs> happy what, for what, him. What the most I do for me, he'll do for anybody. And what he do yeah. for you, he'll do for me too. So, gotta get out that selfish mindset that you know is just for you. No, it's for us. It's for every single one of us. Every go. single one of us who served, made a sacrifice. Getting yelled at four in the morning, you know, getting mosquito bites the size of golf balls on your skin <laughs> or getting bit by poisonous vectors out there or getting shot at or inhaling gases or taking those prophylaxis that now your body's not working right or now your hearing is gone. Just like they got the Camp Lejeune water thing. I found a lawyer who's he's willing to come to as many, many uh, veteran organizations he can come to to help Camp Lejeune victims. This is what it's all about. Just like your show. I appreciate this show, Mark, because without this, veterans don't have a voice. Well, there you go. Leave it at that. That's a great way to wrap it up right there. So Hoorah. great message. Great to have some points there from Dr. John Taylor. You know, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us. Are you uh, are you on the road to improvement with your hands and everything after PT? I hope I, you're getting I, I, I'm, I'm on the road to uh, feeling better about myself. Good. This ongoing pain that I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life yeah. is going to the grave with me. But like I said, I took my training very seriously. So pain is weakness leaving my body. I don't have, I don't mind. So it don't matter. I keep on pushing. There you I go. I can't let one thing keeps me down when there's a whole lot of other things for me to get into and make happen. There you go. I, keep like on I pushing, said, right? I had, I had to raise them three boys by myself, and look what they did. They they end up veterans themselves. I got one in the army, one in the marines, and my last one he graduated. And he's saying he's going to the air force. That's how much I made the impact of being a veteran in my community and my family. I made it possible for people not to be afraid that you know the reality of uh, of veteranhood exists well so many great points this week on the podcast keep on pushing i think was the last one so we'll leave with that and we're going to leave some information right here so if you need some help and you'd like to reach out we've got some resources for you so stay tuned we're going to play this or play that right now for you if you've got some questions or need some help reach out to an organization like voice and vision or computer core and we're going to have that information pop up right now thanks so much dr john taylor for your time on the podcast no thank you absolutely and we'll be back with another episode of untold valley You've been listening to Untold Valor by Voice and Vision. We hope you found the information and resources discussed today helpful. As always, thank you for listening and for your support. Remember to stay connected with us through our various social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to visit the website, voiceandvisioninc.org. That's voiceandvisioninc.org, where you can sign up for our blog and find free resources and information on upcoming events, webinars, workshops, and get support. You can also access our free help and hope guide for individuals and families struggling with substance use and addiction. If someone you know is struggling, please reach out for help because you and your life matter. Remember, the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is available to you at any time by dialing 988. We are all ambassadors of hope and recovery. And if you want to share your story, please contact us. Compier Corps is also looking for veteran mentor volunteers and veteran participants. To find out more information about Compier Corps, please call 610-541-0790. That's 610 610- 
541-0790. You can find all the links and contact information for the resources mentioned on today's episode by checking the description and the show notes section of your app. Thank you again for tuning in and for your support. Until next time, this has been Untold Valor.